Earlier this month, I had the privilege of being invited to Kay Nuna's latest event titled I Woman at the Secret Garden Jamira Creekside Hotel to interview some of their inspiring exhibitors. Kay Nuna in Arabic philosophy translates to existence and this electronic music event dedicated to art, culture and storytelling has quickly become one of the best festivals in Dubai. If you would like to find out more about Kainuna and their up-and-coming events, just follow them on Instagram or Facebook at Kainuna Official or visit their website www.kainuna.ae. For the final installment of Life School Live at Kainuna, here's my conversation with the dreamy Tanya Kaywood. Tanya is a Theta healer, Reiki master, and she also practices past life regression. Happy listening! Tanya, welcome to Life School Live. At the beautiful Kainuna. Stunning, absolutely stunning. It's so good to be here. And now the weather is like perfect. So thank you so much for giving me your time today because I know you're doing your healing and um, I'm sure you've been really busy and that takes a lot of your energy. So thank thank you you. for having me. It's so exciting actually to be here, to sit with you. Thank you. And thank you for that amazing session I just had. I've never had, it was Seta I just had, right? It was Seta. Wow. I have never had that before. And it was, it's put me in such a nice zone for this interview. I feel so like relaxed and you put my mind at rest on a few things. So I'm feeling really good. Thank I'm you. I'm so glad you enjoyed <laughs> it. And I'm so glad you got to try it before we sat down. But I love yeah. doing it. I love seeing people's eyes glow after it and just their energy drips and change. Yeah, I definitely had a shift in energy. Um, so that brings me on to my first question for you. So for people that don't know, and I'm actually one of those people, what is the difference between better healing and Reiki? Okay, that's actually a very good question. They're very different in some ways, but kind of the same if you go deep. Now, Reiki is a very, very old modality. It's more than 5,000 years old. I know, right? And it started in Japan. And what happened with Reiki, basically, or how Reiki works is we channel this beautiful energy and we work on the aura, on the chakras, if I were to simplify it. Then with Reiki, we have these basic rules to go with, right? And we all are saying the same thing in the end. Be motivated by love versus fears. You know, attune your energy, have high vibrations. What I love about Reiki is just the energy is very beautiful, very light. And you don't touch your client, right? Some people do. I personally prefer not to. But sometimes you might be guided to touch a little bit, right? And you are guided through the session. So yeah, there are these steps you go here and there, but then you feel like, oh, we need to go here. The more advanced you get, the more you might start working with some of their ancestors and angels and guides, which are beautiful. Reiki also, we use the alpha brainwave, which is wonderful to take away pain. So I love Reiki for taking away pain to work with kids and pets and things like that. It just feels... You do animals as well. Me too. Oh my God, I love that. But everything animal is wonderful, isn't yeah. it? Right? And do you actually have clients? Who are animals? Can you come in and, you know, I don't know, my dog's had a trauma or... Have you ever had that here before? You know, not with Reiki. I do have clients with Feta, particularly Feta healers themselves, because they know how much yeah. you can do. Some of my students are saying, oh, my dog or my cat. But with Reiki, I don't think, to be honest, we market it enough in this region as animal Reiki. Yeah, but maybe should... in LA. Maybe in <laughs> LA. 
should go there. We should go there. Yeah, maybe in LA. But we should. And so, what's the difference then between that and theta? And theta. So theta is a philosophy, actually. It's a modality. And the beauty about theta is we work with everything. Now, where theta gets really, really powerful, this is a talk modality, right? So I'm gonna speak to the subconscious mind to see where the patterns were started. If you look at your life, it's the same pattern over and over and over again. They might change jobs, it's the same boss, it's the same people. And once we see these patterns, we know we have a subconscious belief there. So with theta, we find what this subconscious belief is. But most importantly, find out why it was created. Because everything in our life, first of all, we create. But most importantly, serves us. Because our subconscious mind loves us and just wants to protect us. Once we find that belief, then we energetically change it. That's creating a beautiful reality that you want. So theta really empowers us to understand who we are. Now, our conscious mind is there and it knows right and wrong and what we like, but it only controls 12% of our mind. So we need to really understand our subconscious mind as well. That's what Theta Healing is most famous for. Now, of course, we do instant healing with that. We connect to the plants and the animals in this beautiful world that we're in. But it's really, really most famous for changing these patterns and beliefs in order for us to just create and live where we want. Because some of our patterns are really positive, yes. but then some of them are obviously detrimental to our happiness. Yes. And we all have that friend or friend where it's just the same thing keeps happening. And they're shocked. They're like, I can't believe this is happening again. From the outside, you're like, yeah, but you're just repeating this, the same pattern. Over and over. And you know, the ones who do realize it, that's half the job done. But most people yeah. don't even realize that they're repeating the same pattern. But that's half the job, isn't that's it? That's half the job. Yeah, yeah it's half the job. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that, it sounds to me like they are very kind of connected. I find tuning in general very, very connected. So when I give a session, I might be giving a Theta Healing session, but if I find that somebody would need some Reiki around their heart, why not? You yeah, know, do whatever. So healing in general, no matter what modality it is, I find it's all just about love versus fear. And I've heard with Reiki, this is something that you, you almost have to have a natural gift for. It's not necessarily something that you can just pick up and learn. Like it helps if you have that kind of natural ability, I guess which we all do actually have part of being this beautiful human race is that we actually have these gifts in us it's all we have it we have it in our chakras we have it in psychically we have it genetically but we just forgot mm, as the years we're not came, tapping into it we're not tapping into it and we've been conditioned to think that you shouldn't do that or you this is wrong and you know not so long ago some people might have been called bitches and gotten in trouble for doing they were they were yeah so we just blocked it out so it's all about remembering like i don't teach anybody anything we just help people remember what they already know and just claim back their energy and their power to themselves and help them realign realign it's yeah. all about realign be aligned with who you really really are and yeah. your purpose which is so easier said than done it's a conscious it's just about taking that step with everything else. It's just taking that one step because we can't move forward until we take that step yeah. and then it becomes easy and nice and enjoyable. Maybe like a roller coaster is at times. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a roller coaster, then it's fun, right? It's enjoyable. I did my first roller coaster this year, as in one that goes upside down. How was I, that? Do you know what? I loved it. It was amazing, but I was so scared. Was it Disneyland in uh, LA? 
and I was like, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. And it was amazing, but it was just the upside down that I was so scared of. But I was like, you need to face this. And if this you know. this this stands for something bigger, like you have you have to do this. I can do it. I can face my fear. Yeah. The thing is, if you know that you're going to be okay, and this is a roller coaster, I watched it like a million times. I was like, it's fine. Everyone's having a great time. But then, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had my eyes tightly closed the whole way, but um, it's, yeah, I, I survived to tell the tale, so it was fine. <laughs> See, that's the thing. If we can just look at life as a roller coaster, that it's fun. I yeah. know that we're gonna be fine. This isn't everything so much yeah. more fun. No, it's a good, it's a good analogy. <laughs> and I know that you also do past life regression, I do. which I am like fascinated <laughs> by. I've never done it myself, um, but I've seen, I've, you know, I've watched YouTube videos and documentaries. So when did you start doing this? And can you tell me more about it? Yes, when did I start doing it? I think maybe two years ago, two three years okay, ago. So not that long ago. Not that long ago. And what happened is, or how it works, it's beautiful, right? You go into this better brainwave. And the life that we go to is probably the life that you need right now because we can't revisit every life we've ever lived, right? We won't enjoy this life. But depending on what we're going through, there might be something that we need to remember from that life, a learning or a feeling. So we revisit that life. If there's any shock, trauma, we just remove that. And then take the lessons. What is it that we needed? So when I started my business, I went to a life where I was a really good business person. Because maybe there's a thing. Yeah, let's tap into that. We'll use that in this life, thanks. Yeah, just take it. Bring it forward. Then it makes life easier. Some people also use it to heal karma. They find that they have this connection with somebody. Sometimes it's healthy. Sometimes it isn't. So we go there and just heal that karma and bring it forward just so we can enjoy this life, this beautiful moment. Mm. Yeah, it's beautiful, it's fun. And it do, does someone typically need just one session? Would someone come to you for a series of sessions? How, how would it work? You know, just like with everything energy, it's really up to them. I don't believe that you need to have two, three or four sessions. It's up to you. However, I do want to say it's almost like going to the gym, right? You can go to the gym once in your life and that's better than not going at all. But you can go once a week and that's better. So what I do recommend people do is meditate every day. That alone. Yeah. And with that we open our psychic centers and all that and we start seeing. But when it comes to sessions, it's whenever they feel they want to, depending on what's happening. I call it a soul spa. We all deserve a beautiful love soul spa. That. Right. A soul spa. Right. And see I, I want to do it and I want to be told that I was, you know, some kind of majestic like a queen or like I'm very um, I'm very drawn to like anything um, ornate or like you know like big um, stately homes big houses anything kind of royal I'm just like oh my god it resonates with me so much but I think actually the reality is I was probably like someone's slave or something but in my mind I'm like oh, wouldn't it have been nice to have been like a lady or like some, you know, like I'm always, I'm always um, drawn to, and my friends always laugh at me because I always, in my house is like a little palace. Like I've done it up with like gold things everywhere. <laughs> Not real gold, yeah. course, but you know what I mean? Like Beautiful that kind of like spot. Palace of Versailles vibe. Like that's what I love and what I'm very drawn to. So I've always thought, oh, is there something in one of my lives? Or um, is this just my taste? I don't know. The truth is you're probably both mm -hmm. and many, many more. 
Because my, like, my, my few friends that have had past life regression, yeah. they've all been like something really quite hard, you know, like they've had a really hard, in one of their lives, yeah. you know, had a really hard time. Do you know why? We tend to go to the hardest lives first because these are the ones where we learn the most. Of course, yeah, and that's where the life. lessons are. Yeah. So with you, I see a lot of Aztec in your past lives. Mm. So there is loads, but probably that's why you like a bit of gold too. Yeah. Yeah. There is some European there as well too. So they have many, many lives and it's so fun to play and watch them. Well, it's funny you say that because I am slightly obsessed with old and new souls. I'm always talking about they're an old soul, they're a new soul. I do feel like an old soul. Yes. What does the word soul mean to you? And is this such a thing, being an old or new soul? A new soul, yes. And there are some souls that are masters. That's a very, 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 very deep question. Is that like Oprah? Is she like a master? I think so. I think so. I would think also of uh, Mother Teresa as a master, Buddha, Jesus Christ, you know? Definitely these are masters. That There's no question about it. Yeah. Right? And old souls and young souls. Think of young souls as, you know, our children today. They're wonderful and magnificent and probably will teach us so much. But they're still learning. Well, we think our, they're prob our children are probably teaching us more than we're yeah. teaching them, really, right? And the old souls have done it, and they've got a bit more experience. And the masters came back to help everybody else graduate. If this was a graduate, yeah, to help life them. school. There you go. There you go, <laughs> life school, right? And just go on that journey, and yeah, it's such a beautiful thing when you look into somebody's eyes and you almost recognize them from another place so yeah time and you go okay there's that connection i know you I yeah, yeah yeah i i know you and also it's that feeling of if i'm faced with something sometimes i feel like i've been here before like this doesn't feel like it's the first time i'm like some things that i might find um easier to deal with than others i'm like why is it that i is it is that just my character or is that because i have been through this before it's because so it doesn't bother me as much um whereas some things might bother me more than someone else you yeah. know um, and i always put that down to be kind of being an old soul or being a new soul it's because if well, you are an old soul that's absolutely there's okay. no question okay. about it i would even I'm say fair. you're an awakening master but yes, it's because you have been there before. That's deja vu. It's one of my favorite yeah. things, right? Yeah. What is deja vu? What is deja vu? It's the weirdest. Thing? It's like I'm replaying this moment. Like I've been here before. Yeah. Isn't it it's really tricky? Yeah. So that's what deja vu is. You actually have been there before. And this time you're going to get it right. Yeah. This time. Last time you weren't very happy with the choice you made. Yeah. This time you're gonna get it right, you know, and you do, you do. In this life, you're gonna graduate, and things are gonna be okay. And what about people that think they're cursed in this life? Yeah. Do you hear that a lot in your work? People that are just like, I can't get a break, doing everything I can, I'm cursed. Yes. Curse. What is that all about? Curses are real. Okay. Evil eye is real. Psychic hooks are real. Especially in this part of the world, the evil eye is such a popular, uh, yeah, a prominent thing. They're all very, very real. But you know what the funny thing is about curses, evil eyes, and psychic hooks? And it's a little bit sad sometimes, but normally the curses and psychic hooks and evil eyes that stick are from the ones that we love because we have guilt and therefore we become more vulnerable, our aura becomes vulnerable towards it and it sticks. 
the best protection is having no guilt. Now that's easier said than done. I know. Yeah, of <laughs> and I see, I see, I see people having finally releasing guilt and feeling guilty about having no guilt. Yeah. But yeah, it's it is a real thing. But the best, 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 the only thing I like the best thing to fight a curse, I think, and it's really stronger than a curse, is a blessing. Mm. So that's. So you can lift these curses. Oh yes, in yes. It's not like you're stuck with this now in this life. No, absolutely not. You can lift them. A lot of the curses are self-made. You know these negative things that we say to ourselves, and we actually I hear people cursing themselves a lot, uh, all the time. Even if it's just in your head. Even if it's just we all do it. And the oaths that we I'm take. I'm too fat. I look ugly. I didn't do a good enough job. They're gonna not think I'm good enough. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And then we take oaths and promises. I'm never gonna trust anyone again. I'm, so really, what all we have to do is understand how did it serve us? Yeah. And what are we getting out of that guilt? Replace that, practice that, and we can release the curse. We can energetically release it, that's okay. But you need to do something about that. Like it's not just gonna happen, is it? You need to be practicing something or practice. have it healed or do something, right? Yes, I mean, have somebody, if you don't know how to remove the curse yourself, have somebody remove it for you. But what we need to practice is to be to live a life that we are actually proud of. First of all, get to know who we really are, so we can fall in love with ourselves, so we can stop feeling guilty about who we are and about saying, you know, how many people can't say no? Yeah. And if they do, they feel so bad. Or it's like somebody saying, I can't go somewhere because I'm sick when they're not sick, and they end up falling sick because they feel so guilty about saying that. So it's just getting to know who we are, and we love it, and that's the best. We love ourselves, and that's the best protection. Yeah. And then just. When we love who we are, we don't feel guilty about it. We don't but need to so often, people don't take the time to get to know themselves. They don't, and they don't know how. Yeah. They don't. We have so many layers. We've been so conditioned sometimes that we are hidden under all these layers of conditioning and limiting beliefs. And like we said, we have beautiful beliefs. Like we all have the belief of "I survive." We good belief. We love this belief. Yeah. We have all these other negative and limiting beliefs and conditioning that kind of it feels like we're being kind of restricted yeah and we end up not knowing who we are anymore and we're so busy and on to the next thing and under pressure from work or we don't often take that time we often and we, if we do we feel guilty about it yeah everybody else is more worthy about our time the number of people the number of times i hear people say well i can't go this i have to do this for the kids and that there's someone else yeah there's someone else but the best way we can help the people we love is by helping ourselves the best way we can give more love is by having the love within because it's all within once it's within us we can give it without it's that filling your cup first Yes. Isn't it? And then giving yes. from your overflow. You know, it's like being on a plane, right? You have to put on your oxygen. If case of emergency, yes. you have to put your the oxygen, oxygen on first before yeah. you put it on someone else. Because if you try to put it on someone else, you both might end up without oxygen. It's so true. And that's, that's such a good way of putting it. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm so intrigued as to how you got into this line of work. How did you get into this type of work? What is your story, your background? What is my story? Oh, I have been avoiding it my whole life. I have been running away from it and avoiding it. So I don't, I'm really lucky I'm originally Middle Eastern. So growing up, you know, beating the Turkish coffee and things like that is absolutely acceptable. And I used to play, play, play. I, my sister gave me tarot cards and I used to love them. But then I got really scared and I stopped. 
I got scared because I saw something and my friend started crying. She didn't like it and I didn't want to hurt anybody. But I didn't have the discernment of how to communicate. Uh, also, when I went to university, my, I met my friend and her mom made sure that she was protected before she went away to university. So she taught her Reiki. And I had cramps and I went to university in a village on top of the mountain in the middle of nowhere. So there was no way I was going to go to any doctor or hospital. And she said, listen, my mom taught me this. I don't really know if it works, but shall we try? And when you're desperate, you go, yeah, please. Yeah. So she gave me some Reiki and I never had the same cramps again. I might have them like a normal person, but normally I used to end up in hospital. And I ignored it. Fast forward, I'm normally a nice, happy, positive person. But then, I don't know what happened. Well, I do know what happened. I finally quit my corporate job. So you had a corporate job? I had a corporate job my whole life. And I started volunteering full-time, which is what I always wanted to do. And my husband said, you know, you always want to do that. You're doing it part-time. Just go do it. And I went into this dark, dark place. I found myself literally Googling, and this is so tacky, <laughs> how to be loved. And I would be on the floor, unable to lift myself. Luckily, I got my dog, which meant I had to peel myself off the floor, take him for a walk, and come back. Yeah. By the time my husband would come home, I had to look like everything was Keep okay. it together. Yeah. Keep it together because, of course, being weak is not okay, right? Yeah. And then one of my friends recommended, didn't even know what was happening. I had a healing ha uh, center next to my house and I sent everybody that would come and visit. And one of my friends was talking about her healing. And she said she went for this session, how much it helped her. And she's been wanting to travel ever since I've known her. And she's packed her stuff and gone for six months. This is month of backpacking. So I went for my first session and my life changed. It's as if all of a sudden I could sing. So I started going once a week. And I started watching what he was doing. And then I, that's when I realized, that's it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. And there was no looking back. It's just, I'm still studying, I'm still growing. And it just made sense because I couldn't understand. I remember my first session with him, I said, I have so much to be grateful for. I have this wonderful husband. I have everything that I want. My work is what I want. Why do I feel like this? And I couldn't understand it. And do you think that was just because you weren't aligned with your purpose before you found this? I so it's like there was something missing. I think what happened was actually a bit deeper. What happened got me to find my purpose, but I, I don't know, we have more than one purpose, I of think, course, you know, yeah. but help me to be on that path because everything that happens serves us. But it was a bit deeper, it was a genetic memory. See, when I stopped getting that income of mine, I went into my mother's genetics and my mom's traumas of when she depended on somebody and what happened to her. So somewhere within me, these traumas that didn't even belong to me, started activating and literally handicapped, I became handicapped by them. And they weren't even mine. This is really resonating with me right now. Because <laughs> this is like, when you, for me, I have this very weird relationship with money. Yeah. And if I'm not earning money, it's like this massive trigger. And I'm suddenly like, oh my God, I've done it again. I've attracted being broke. Uh, like, 
I keep doing this, like what is this? I can't have no money, like what am I gonna do? And my husband's like, can you just relax? Like everything's gonna be okay. And I'm like, I don't know what we're gonna do. What's gonna happen? And it's these massive triggers. Yes, and it, it really is, it freezes you yeah. Our relationship with money, I think, is fascinating. It's this love-hate relationship because part of us money believes... Is funny. Yeah. But if you only realize that money is nothing but energy, our higher self, our soul doesn't know what money is. Really, money is made out of gold, cotton if you're from the States, paper if you're from here, plastic if you're from Australia. It's just energy. So forget about money and just know that the universe supports us and that we're going to be exactly where we're supposed to be. And in that first session, did he help you heal those traumas that you were you were carrying over from your mother? You know, uh, I remember what it came down to. I don't remember the session very well because you go into this beautiful yeah. thing theater. But I remember going home and thinking what it came down to is I didn't believe that the universe supported me. That's really what my limiting belief was. And everything I was creating around that was because I saw or thought or my mother's belief was that the universe let her down. And you had carried that over. And yeah. yeah. And then what you focus on grows and then you're just repeating Repeating the cycle, repeating the cycle. So it wasn't about, I mean, I was on my purpose. I just could not activate that purpose because I was handicapped by my kids. So that was the first step. That was the first step. (laughs) That was it. That's amazing though. And now you're on this, you continue to be on this journey. I continue to be on this journey. Now I teach myself and I give sessions myself and I continue to study and grow. Because it's all about that, right? It's all about getting to know who we are and taking the time for us, for our goal, so we can be the best that we can be. Yeah, and then, it really is. You know, and then the love. Yeah, and then the, the sky is the limit to what sky, you can achieve. The beautiful and how do you deal with skepticism? Because I'm sure there are people in your circle who, my husband's a little bit skeptical about these things, who, uh, you know, they're not buying it 100%. How do you... Deal with it and protect yourself from, from that. You know, you'll be surprised. I don't come across it as much, as much or as often as people think that you would. I can't hardly. But I was one. Even though I believed in it, I was one. And this is what I found. This is maybe the change. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we just want to be heard. That we forget to listen. And sometimes when somebody comes across as, they're, as if they're questioning, they might just genuinely be curious to have a question yeah so instead of trying to be like this is my voice I'm right no this is my voice if we can just try to communicate in the same language so if somebody gets triggered when I say the word chakra maybe I can stop using the word chakra and say energy chakra centers and then maybe they can start hearing me and I can start hearing them yeah and then you can have an open dialogue then they can have an open dialogue we can talk to them about quantum physics it's the same so just use the language of the person in front of you speaks and then we have a beautiful communication. But the most important thing is be true to yourself. So, if, you know, when people see that we're true to ourselves, then they stop questioning. We're the best example. It's not about you should do this and you should do that. But when yeah. we do it ourselves, they start doing it and they see it works. Yeah, they see you authentic, then it might not be something that they initially thought 
they believe in, but they can respect the fact they, that this is what you do. And they see it works. Yeah. And that's well, that's the biggest thing. See it works. Yeah. And I think it must be really satisfying when you do get someone who is a bit skeptical and they come for a session and then they're like, oh, that was amazing. I know, isn't it? Yeah. But I mean, with their healing, even if they don't believe, it doesn't really, I mean, what do they believe? Even if they are, because they start talking to you and yeah. just talking itself is so healing. I find in this time of the, in this part of the world, our whole chakras seem to be a little bit, yeah, you know, maybe underactive or overactive. So just by being heard and listened to, we start feeling better. And then they walk away and they start seeing changes in their life, not really understanding why. And then they come back and then they come back. And these are normally the ones who end up studying and then end up teaching I, yeah. themselves. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. I just did a coaching course. Um, four-month coaching course oh, was it? and it was amazing I'm not sure I want to become a coach as a career but I did it just for my self-development because I've been thinking about it for a long time and what it taught me was the power of conversation and listening that was like the biggest thing I got from it and people that are like I don't really believe in coaching but then you sit down and just have a conversation and afterwards they're like oh that actually yeah that was really helpful all you're doing is having a conversation. That's it. You're That's solving your own problems. I'm not really doing anything. I'm just here to support you. Because we have the power to solve our own problems. Yeah. We just, yeah, like you said, to have the support. I'm so excited you're doing that, though. The life coaching, it's just wonderful. Now, yeah, if you do end up practicing. <laughs> I, I do I do want to, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if I want to immediately turn it into like a business or so I want to use it within something I'm doing yeah. um, but a lot of people do it because they then immediately they know that they, they want to be a, yeah. a full-blown coach life coach I knew I had to do it but I'm just figuring out like what I now do do with it yeah. but I love the experience of studying something like I'd like to continue studying something isn't it the best feeling in yeah. the world it's someone that I didn't study a lot at school so it's like I feel like I'm making making up for it as well i think the change is when we love it when it makes sense to us yeah it's something i was truly interested in yeah and passionate about but i think life coaching suits you very well and i can yeah. see how you're already kind of using it <laughs> well it kind of life life school obviously yeah. is the name of the podcast and that's mainly because everything i've learned has been through life it and is not traditional school um but i wanted to ask you before we go on to a quick fire round what are your top tips for anyone trying to heal a trauma, uh, whether it's physical or mental? What are your top tips um, to help people maybe going through something like that? So the most important thing when it comes to trauma is go to the trauma itself and release that trauma. Because, you know, it's so funny. Well, I say funny, but when a bone breaks, when, you, when I scan the bone and see how the bone is doing, the bone is actually shocked. It's like me, I broke. Yeah. It's impossible. You know, the ego of the bone, it's, it's the bone, it's the skeletal system. So traumas are really real things and they're sometimes inherited from generation to generation, not just physically, but emotionally and spiritually. So just to release that trauma, energetically release that trauma. And even if you're not a healer and you don't want to see a healer, you know, you can put that trauma, imagine, picture that this trauma is in this balloon and just understand how did this trauma serve you? Forgive that trauma forgive that person that younger person of ourselves and then allow that trauma to go 
But then we also need to understand, and one of the beautiful things about this life school that we live in is that everything here speaks to us. The universe really backs us up, yeah. right? So our feelings, our emotions, our physical body is constantly communicating to us. All we need to do is listen. So then if we go and look at those emotions we were feeling after we released the child, because before that it's just way too painful. And just like an onion, you know, like Shrek, peel it. The layers, yeah. Layers, peel it. Layer by layer. Feeling by feeling. What's under that? What's under that? What's under that? And so we really understand what that emotion was trying to communicate to us. Release that negative emotion. Understand what it was trying to communicate. Put that in us. And then continue. Move forward. Oprah says that the universe speaks to you in a whisper. And then if you don't listen, it gives you a little tap on the head. And then if you don't listen, it's a full-blown thump. And you can only really do that when you start to be in tune, though, and, and conscious to it. So it's like there's lots of stages to go through, isn't there, before you can let something go. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I, I always say we can do things the easy way or the hard way. It's up to us. And you said I like to do things the hard way. <laughs> I did. Why do you like Which to do things the hard way? doesn't surprise me, to be honest. <laughs> Hopefully that's something I can work on. And, uh... and if, You know, what I find is intuitive souls, we get bored. Yeah. So what's the best way to entertain ourselves? But make it hard for yourself. <laughs> make it hard for ourselves. Because until our, you know, one That's of our so divine timings alive, yeah. we're going to keep busy. And, you know, with these dramas and heartbreaks, we learn more virtues faster yeah. and faster. And, faster. and we like learning. So bring it on. <laughs> and, you know, and as long as we're aware that we're being entertained and not get yeah. lost in the pain of it. Yeah. You know, because sometimes it's easy to get lost and get stuck in something for two, four years. And yeah, that's not easy. Big time. Yeah. And before you know it, yeah, you're you're in this cycle that you, you want to break, but you're like, hang on a minute. And this happened to me this year. I'm like, I keep doing this thing and I need to stop it. And in order to stop it, I have to have uncomfortable conversations. I have to say no. I have to just stop the way I'm doing a certain thing. And it's really uncomfortable, but I have to do it. Well, find out why you're doing it in the first place. And that's the easy way, rather than just have to do yeah. If we find out why, what's under that? Because everything we do, there's a reason behind it. Our subconscious loves us. Thank you, thank you to coaching, and I've been able to have some sessions with fellow coaches. I'm working on that, that, that deeper layer. Like, why did you agree to that in the first place? Yeah. Um, so I, I am doing that work, but God, it's exhausting, Tanya. Sometimes you're just like, Whew, this self-development <laughs> learning business is so. Like, it's, it's, it takes a lot of energy. And it's it, facing things that sometimes you don't want to. Right, um, we call it a journey for a reason. It's a long <laughs> old journey. <laughs> it's a long old journey. Okay, we're gonna do a quick fun Yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, go on, yeah. Okay, what's your favorite quote? Everybody asks about that. And well, how can you have one favorite quote? I know, I have so many. <laughs> so anything, Dr. Seuss. Honey, <laughs> I love Dr. Oh, Seuss. Love you have that with you. I was wondering, what is the book? <laughs> I know, I thought I got that. Anything Dr. Seuss, I'm always so inspired. 
there's so much joy and magic. Yeah. So right now I'm between two, and okay, I'm gonna read them. Give right. me two. Yeah, yeah I can decide. It might change later. I'll change. But these are the two that you're connecting with at the moment. Right now. Yeah. Actually, for a while now. One of them I use for my wedding. <laughs> I love that. I know, right? I love Dr. Seuss. So the first one is you have brains in your head, and you have feet in your shoes, and you can stir yourself any direction you choose. Isn't that just magical? I love that. Isn't that only just need to know? <laughs> Like that's it. It's as simple it. it's as that. that simple. Yeah. That's our whole conversation today. Yeah. <laughs> as simple as that. Yeah. I mean, I the, love it. I know. I think this guy was such a healer. Yeah. But, yeah. So. And what's the other one? The other one. Okay. 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 Let me get it out for you. My favorite quotes, and I don't know them by heart. I'm a bit concerned. Here we are. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> We are all a little weird and life is a little weird and when we find someone whose weirdness is compatible with ours, we join up with them and fall, and, and fall in mutual weirdness and call it love. Yeah. That makes me giggle. Yeah, Every I love time that. that makes me giggle. Yeah, right? so yeah. true. That is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So we're all weird in, in our own ways. Oh, no. Weird and wonderful in our own ways. Right, and I wish we would stop trying to fit in. Yeah. In order to let our beautiful selves as well And that's one of the things I love about Kainuna. I'm going to ask you about Kainuna in a minute. Yes. But first, I want to know what's the best piece of life advice you've ever been given? These questions are not easy. <laughs> best piece of life advice. Okay, so I'm flirting between three. You know? Actually, Vayana. Vayana Stibble is the person who channeled Pera Healing. And she told me more than once, be kind to yourself. And I think we need to learn to be kind to yeah. ourselves. We're very kind to other people. And yeah. And we forget to... about ourselves. We forget about ourselves. Yeah. So be kind to yourself. I think I'm going to choose That's that a today. That's one. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it, right? And what's your favorite thing about Kainuna so far? So far, the people. It really, I mean, Kainuna in general, it's beautiful. I wish everybody was here and looking around. The fairy lights, the music, everything, the energy, but the people, it feels, it feels like a tribe. It yeah. really feels like a tribe and I feel like I know everybody. Yeah. <laughs> what they've created is incredible. It's just, I mean, Look at this, you see beautiful yeah, just energy is everywhere. And, and is this your first one? It is my first, one. first one. <laughs> I'm so But not your last. Absolutely not my last. No, it is going to be a more often thing. I'm so yeah. glad I came here. And I'm yeah, really grateful and humbled that they had they're, they're an amazing team. And they've, they this is a place for people to be who themselves, be who they are. Um, with no judgment and you can just come and be free and uh, I don't think there's anywhere I would have done this like I haven't done this in this environment before yes. but I was like yeah Kinuna is the right is the right setting I can do this here <laughs> what's your favorite thing about Kinuna? Um, the atmosphere the because I'm not particularly into this kind of music mm -hmm. it's not my kind of genre of music yes. but I love the aesthetic of it so how people dress um, the kind of festival, kind of Burning Man, Coachella, very, very chilled, open vibes. Like I love it, and I especially love seeing what the guys are wearing. Yes. Um, yeah, I just, I just love. It's so freeing here. It's just 
It's a safe, relaxing space with no judgment. I just keep waiting for the beautiful fairies, you know, like mm, the fairy, yeah. fairy fairies come up. It looks, it's just whimsical and magical. You love the fairy emoji, don't you? I do. I, I love do. that you, from the little time we've been in touch, I had so many fairy emojis. I'm like, I need to start using the fairy emoji. I do. I do. I didn't even realize I used I love it I though. Love I love it. Um, I want to ask you, what's one valuable life lesson that you've learned this year? All right, so I, oh, good, good. You know what? You read my mind. I'm like, I don't want to choose one. So now you've asked me twice because you knew I wanted to give you another one. I was actually given the advice, if you truly love people, they will feel it. Don't try to pretend to be nice or but just truly love them. Look them in the eyes. You know, when you look people in the eyes, you can see their soul. And then we can remember why we really love them. And then people will feel it. And when people feel loved around you, and is that something that you have really learned this year? Is that something that you've harnessed particularly this year? I want to know something that's happened to you this year that you're that you've really learned that you're going to take into next year. Next year, oh, yes, that's a bit different. That was kind of a journey of a few years. This year, I think for me, it was to stop doubting myself. Yes. Really, really to stop doubting myself because I still had this a little bit of pullback, a little bit. Just, uh, you know, put your toe in the water. We were talking about the universe and the universe supports us, but what happens is we go through those. Our vibrations yeah. goes up and down and up and down. And then we have a bit of doubt. And I just, this year, I'm like, you know what? Just trust and go for it. Jump in. Jump in, jump in. Enjoy that splash, that yeah. big splash of water. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost there. I'm also like you. I'm putting my toe in and I need to just jump in. Let's jump in together. Let's jump in Let's together. Jump in Let's together. do it. Come on. We've got two weeks left of this year. Enough Isn't doubting. Beautiful end of the year. Do you know what? I am so ready for a new decade. I'm like, bring it on. I'm really excited for this new decade. I am so excited, especially this past month. I mean, really, really, really. As I'm mastering to truly truly surrender mm. and just jump in all these like kaununa you yeah. <laughs> all these things are happening so i'm just so excited for 2020 i know it's going to be yeah. magical i'm with you i think it's going to be a really special year and i love um what do you call it like when numbers that like yeah, matching numbers I, I love the fact that it's 2020. what does that um, mean I don't know. I see I see 11-11 all the time. Yes. And that's supposed um, to be something about being on the right divine This is path something about, yeah, being aligned. Yes. But 2020, it does mean something. Should I Google it? Yeah, let's Google let's it. Because I, I also see 23-23 a lot. No. You know, like I'll just be looking at my phone and it'll be 23-23 or it'll be 11-11. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm synchronized with my numbers. Well, I know, I know the energy of 2020, the year 2020 is more about the awakening in general spiritual awakening and us being in alignment with what we are so what does 2020 mean right 2020 angel numbers or symbolizes huge potential when you keep seeing this angel number it's time to use your gifts and talents to accomplish your goals okay amazing <laughs> i love that that is gorgeous that is a nice number i'm gonna put that on insta stories later I love that. <laughs> 2020 i like that number it's a good year it's gonna be a beautiful year it's gonna be an amazing year and i keep seeing i don't know if you've seen on instagram um 2019 
was about making you strong yes. and learning the lessons and 2020 is going to be just amazing. And like we said, we're already seeing the shift with this yeah. month happening. It really is. It's about alignment. Yeah, I'm it's definitely feeling, feeling the shift. So are you ready? Are you going to step I'm in? I'm ready. I, I'm ready. I'm going to jump in with you. But first, in. I want to ask you one more question Tell before me. we finish. What do you know for sure? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. You're the first person who's ever said that. Really? Yeah. And you know, like absolutely, this is the point, right? This is where you, if we keep questioning everything we know, every moment, if we know for sure that we know nothing, that's when we grow, that's when we get curious. I think, where did I catch that the first time? It's not mine. I think it was from Greek philosophy somewhere. But yeah, that's the one thing we know for sure, I know for sure. A couple of people have said to me that change is the only consistent, um, which I think is true, yeah. but I think, it's a really difficult question. Oprah always asks this question. This is, this is who I took it from. And she has a book also called What Do You Know For Sure? Oh, and uh, because she was asked it years ago and she was like, I don't know how to answer that question. And I'm always intrigued as to what, what people, you're going to ask me. I'm going you? to ask you. I'm going to ask you. I see you trying to buy some time there. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I also don't know. Yeah. I think... I think one thing I might know for sure is that hard work does always pay off. Okay, okay. Um, but that's not a very deep one. That's more of a sort of just that, I feel that's more practical. I would love to change that for you if you give yeah. me the permission to do Please so. Please do. Can, and that's actually one of the lessons actually. Can we change that for you to where if you do what you love, it will never feel like hard work. And if you do what you love, it'll always pay off. Well, that is also something that I think I know for sure as well. Yeah, that right? is that is true as well. That is. So true. have your permission to do so. You do, yeah. And I think also something about um, how do I articulate this? Like you, you need to. I know, I know for sure that when I do actually listen to myself and go with with what I truly want and what I enjoy, only good things happen. Isn't that beautiful? But I don't always do it. Why? Because I get distracted with, <laughs> we need to pay the bills, and I'm not good enough, and who do I think I am, and, you know. doing things the hard way? Doing, doing things the hard way. <laughs> it's so true. You've given me such a hard moment today, because I'm like, Peter, you're just creating all this drama just to keep yourself entertained. Stop it. But it's okay. We deserve to be entertained, as long as we know yeah. it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're having fun, it's okay. Let's have fun. Sometimes it doesn't feel like fun. I know. <laughs> um, Tanya, I could speak to you all day. Like This was the best. Thank you so much. I'm going to put all your information in the show notes so that when we go live, people can go to your website, your Instagram, and please let's do this again at some point. Yes, please. Thank you so much, um, Peter, Because this, I could honestly speak to you all night, but the music is getting louder. It is getting louder. Um, and I'm it? sure there's people that want to have some, some healing. So, Tanya, thank you so much. Thank you, and I loved chatting with you, and I'm honoured and humbled that you had me with you in live school. Thank you. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you once again to Tanya for not only sharing her story with Life School Live, but for also letting me experience her Theta Healing gift. For more information on Tanya and her social media handles, just check out the show notes below where you'll find all the links you need. 
And finally, I would be so grateful if you could show some love and please rate, review and subscribe to Life School and Me, the podcast to help us reach and hopefully inspire more listeners. Thank you for listening to Life School, conversations to inspire action. Thank you.